Today's topic is pretty, uh, it's a pretty intense one. And I'm going to do my best to do this topic justice. Uh, I've actually spent quite a bit of time yesterday walking in the woods, just really feeling into, hi Nicole, really feeling into not just my personal experience on this journey, but um, really kind of honoring the women who I've worked with and, and their experience on this journey of opening. So it's not just rewilding and our men, right? Rewilding is just what, what we use for the opening, the awakening, the enlivening, the, you can, you can swap that word out for personal development if you want. Um, so it could be personal development or personal growth and our men. Uh, so it's not just rewilding. And I want to, I want to really honor that first, uh, and it's a, it's a wild topic that I have so much to say about, right? I could probably talk about this for days and days and days and days and days and still barely scratch, barely scratch the surface of, of what there is to talk about with regards to our men. And not just our men as in the men who we're in intimate relationship with, right? It's, it's even for those of us, those women who are single and we're longing for that relationship. So even that man, right? That man who we're, we're calling in, it's our fathers, our sons, our brothers. It's, it's, um, it's the relationship to the masculine. I think it feels really, 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 really right. And before I dive into this, I want to invoke the presence of Shiva which is an archetypal energy that really represents multiple faces of the masculine, but also can bring us to a place of that real divine masculine, that real high purity in the masculine. Let's do a Shiva practice. It'll be quick, I promise, and for those of you who are working, it should not be too super intense, but you never know. You just never know. All right. So, getting comfortable. Um, there's a lot of different ways to invoke Shiva. There's a lot of different ways to invoke all of the different archetypal energies that we work with. But we'll just do like almost a stillness practice with Shiva. And, um, so just getting comfortable. Maybe you're standing. I've, I love doing Shiva practices standing, especially these invocation practices. Um, but just as powerful sitting, that's just my, my preference, and I'm videoing for you, so I can't sit anyways. So either standing or sitting, and with Shiva, it's a demanding of really straight lines. The aspect that we're invoking is an incredibly straight, pure line, right? So I say that because when you're getting in your, you're getting yourself settled to find a straight spine, comfortable but straight. So if you're sitting, you want that straight spine. If you're standing, you want that straight spine. If you're standing, you want to tuck your pelvis in, right? So for me, it's always like I'm pulling my sacrum forward, like my hips go backwards. 
um, shoulders sometimes go back. So from this space, closing your eyes, if you can, or I suppose if it feels right to watch me, then maybe that might be powerful as well. But trust, trust yourself, trust your gut, trust what feels right. And what we're going to do is take our awareness to the space just above our crown chakra. So just above our head, just bring your awareness up there. So just, if you see where my hand is at, just a couple inches above your head. And we're just going to breathe there and just take notice of this space. Now I'm going to use my out breath or my exhale to invite this energy, this very straight, pure, high, white light, this very, very divine, masculine energy. I'm going to use my breath and allow my body to do whatever my body does <sighs> to open to this and to invite that energy, that Shiva energy in. So you allow it to come in through the crown, down through the head down through the throat, through the heart, through your core, through the pelvic region, and down into the first chakra. Now feel what happens in your body when this energy of the Divine Masculine, of Shiva, meets Kind of the, the home base of the divine feminine, right? Of, of Shakti. She often hangs out in that coiled form in the first chakra. So what happens in your body when you invite the pure essence of Do you see the joy? Like I can't help but giggle and and because it's it's so blissful and pleasurable. Now if you're not feeling a whole lot, just trust that, right? This this has been years of working with this energy to, to come this open, but something will be happening for you, even if it's on a very subtle, subtle level, trusting whatever's happening for you. Even if you're not aware, you may not even be aware of what's happening, but I promise you, there is big potent Shiva energy happening here. So just breathing that or feeling the body. And it's almost as if there's this straight, pure rod of, of white light or maybe golden light that just comes in through the crown. And you can feel it's straight. It's so straight. It's so pure. It's so warm. It's so filling. It's so love. And then what happens when it hits? And then let's just take a moment to just allow, allow that that masculine essence to just open and awaken our bodies, right? Open and, and dance 
kind of, he almost dances our feminine open, right? Dances. Just, just trust what happens in your body. Just feel. <sighs> what is the gift of Shiva to the feminine within? Is there a gift for you? Is there an awareness? There may be an awareness. <sighs> What's getting stirred up? <laughs> I think I could do this for the entire live stream. <laughs> okay, so before, um, I would love to share. So this is a great opportunity for us to share that experience. And this can be extremely powerful to both share what just happened for you, but also to witness other women's comments and what they experienced as well can lead to a deepening for ourselves or more of an intellectual understanding for ourselves. So I'm not going to read back the comments. Um, this is for you, right? This is, this is for you, my, my beautiful, beautiful sisters, to interact and to, um, to allow for even further understanding or further opening to this or deepening to just what happened in our bodies um, when we invoke. And this is a pretty advanced practice also. So I should say if, Kate, beautiful. I'm so glad that you shared, Kate. I know I was said I wasn't gonna read this. Tears of bliss and release. Um, and I wanna point this out because because Kate works really strongly in masculine and feminine energies in a, in, a, in a tantric fashion. She's in this beautiful sacred relationship, this beautiful union, not just within herself, but, um, but within a physical relationship with a man. So I love that you, that you shared that, Kate. Sorry to put you on the spot, woman. Um, so I, I'm super happy that, that we're all sharing and, and keep, keep doing that. But know that that's a pretty high practice. That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big practice. So if not a whole lot happened for you, know that that's, that's perfect as well. Hannah, heck yeah, woman. Hannah's been doing a heap of work around masculine and feminine. All of the women in intensive have been working really, 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 really big around the dance of the masculine and feminine within, which leads to the dance in our external world as well. Um, okay, I'm glad that you're saying that. That's a really uh, great comment. The effects um, over a few days if I don't feel anything straight away. And Kay's been doing a lot of online rewilding work. So Kay knows the practices. Kay, Kay I'm th thank you, sister, for sharing that. Um, and that's very, very true. Yeah, okay. I think it feels right to dive into this topic. And I'm just going to check us for time. All right. Okay, so, oh, hmm. I want to start by, again, thanking the girls who were just in the online retreat this last weekend, who journeyed through it live with me for asking the questions, asking a lot of questions around how is this affecting my man? Um, and I think one of, the, one of the big questions that sparked it was how can I bring my man along on this journey? And I, I want to reframe that. It's a how can I invite my man to come along on this journey with me? 
And you might be thinking, okay, that's great, Sabrina. I, I love this topic. I think it's great that we're going to talk about rewilding and our men or personal development, personal growth and our men. But what if I'm single? Or what if I don't want to be in a relationship, right? So you might be single and you might be longing to call in, in the beloved. Or you might be in a place of, hey, like I'm calling in the beloved Shiva. And I'm, I'm very happy with that. Perfect. There will still be insights in this. So yes, I will probably talk about this from a perspective of, um, it's, it's, I'm, I'm just going to talk about it. And however it comes out. So if it comes out that I'm, I'm really heavily weighted in sharing about how to bring our men with this, my apologies. But, but it's really aimed for everyone. So pull out what, what, what resonates or what feels right. I really tried to make this more general than that. But if I slip into really specifically talking in that way, just, just broaden it out a little bit. Yeah? Okay. Thanks. <laughs> The other thing that I want to say before I dive into this is I will absolutely try to do this topic justice and I'm going to give you everything that I've got, but know that this also comes from my personal experience of this, of this path, of this journey, and what I've seen, what I've witnessed, what I've held space for, for other women. So, is this the be-all end-all? No, not, not, not by any means. It's just an offering, and an offering that comes from the heart, and it's as much as I can share or give, or, yeah, or, or offer, and, and feel what feels right for you. So with anything that I, I say, what resonates? What feels right for you? And, and the stuff that might not resonate, put, put it over here. And it might resonate tomorrow, or it might resonate in a year from now, or it might never resonate. So there's always this trust your intuition, tr trust what's feeling right for you um, in this moment. Yeah, so try to be open um, and also know that I might trigger the shit out of you. <laughs> so some of this stuff might really piss you off or it might really trigger you. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to that, because a lot of times that's our defenses. And that's, that's where the more that we do this work, the more that know thyself, the more we do this work, the more that we know, is this a defense mechanism in me? Am I projecting? Which we'll talk about in a second. We do that to our men all of the time. Um, am I projecting? Am I not owning my stuff? This is a big, 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 big one, and that has to do with projections. What am I not owning? What am I so shit scared of seeing or so shit scared of owning that I need to put it outside onto another person because I am not ready yet. And that's okay. That's, that's fair. We all go through that, right? So huge compassion, huge love for that, but also a bit of Kali's freaking sword coming out like, hey, if you really want personal development, if you really want to grow and you really want to open to your fullness and you really want to come into this divine union with a man and explore these profound places that we can get to in union, part of the smashing has to happen. The smashing has to happen. Part of this journey is a smashing. It is the smashing of 
the little self, right? The defenses, the, the little Sabrina, the little girl in me that wants to run into the freaking corner because I am so gosh darn scared of the roaring masculine, which wild masculine is a part of the divine masculine. When wild masculine is associated with the heart, it is one of the most glorious and it's one of the most craved um, faces of, the, of, of men, right? It, we, we crave that. Okay, so, yeah, also want to say, in this talk, I am concerned with you, and I need to say that because so often we flip into, but my man does this, or my man does that, or all men have done this, or my dad did this, or my brother, uncle, grandfather, whatever, did, did this. I am not concerned with your man right now. I know I'm talking about him, but I am not at all concerned with what he's doing, with his choices, because this is about you, right? This is your space, your time. I'm here with you. Now, if you and your man were in my workshop next, in a couple weekends, I would be very much concerned with him, right? Because I'm in space with him, I'm in circle with him, and I, does this make sense? I hope that this makes sense. I want you to be so incredibly selfish right now. Uh, selfish might not be the right word. I want you to be so incredibly about you right now and so incredibly owning of you, your choices, your decision, your soul path, your love, your desires, your, yours, right? And so hopefully just saying that has helped to take any energy that's been over here, right? Connected to man or partner or um, man that you want to be with in the future or past, right? P past bad stuff with in relationship to the masculine. And, and we're, just, we're just energetically pulling it all back in. So before we go into this, the reason I'm starting here is because this is an offering for us to literally take it here here this is about me these are my decisions these are my choices right we are all we all come in here individually and we're all going to leave individually right i came in here naked and alone in on my own i'm going to leave well, hopefully i'm naked like that would be really cool naked out in the woods somewhere dancing like a wild woman that'd be a good way for me to go out Right? But we're going to leave naked and alone, or we're going to leave alone. So I want to honor the fact that we each all have our own individual soul, soul path, soul journey. You have your own individual soul gifts, soul path, soul purpose, and way of unique expression in this world. It's yours, and only yours. There is something that only you can do in this world. There's a way of being that only you can be. There's, there's a gift that only you can give in this world. It's, it's the beauty of being human. That's part of why this is such a glorious, glorious experience that we can do. Now, in honoring of self, we also need to honor the men. Our, our man, maybe our partner, or the man who I might get into a relationship with, or my father, brother, son, grandfather, he has his own unique soul path, soul purpose, mission, unique way of expressing himself as well. 
So, so I have to start here because so often we get into this entanglement, right? We, and, and, and it's part of our growth. It's, it's part of growth. It's part of, instead of being in this entangled, enmeshed, very confused with our soul path and soul purpose and soul way of expressing, it's the I dance in my fullness, you dance in your fullness, I love and I support and I want you to align with your soul path. I want to give that to you. And he wants to give you the same thing back, right? He wants you in your fullness. He wants you to fully embody every aspect of you, open up to the allness, align with your soul path and your soul purpose, right? That's, and then we can do this gorgeous dance, this gorgeous union, but it's not this unhealthy, entangled enmeshment where I get so confused and lost and, and, I, and I make choices that belittle myself, right? Or that make me small. Because I'm afraid that if I choose to be full and be big, I will lose him. And I think every single one of us has experienced that at one time or another. And if you don't say yes to that, I think you're lying to yourself, <laughs> right? A lot of times we don't see this stuff. We hide a lot of it. We don't want to see this stuff. But so I can say from my personal experience, oh my God, up until like probably my 30s, mid even into my 30s I made choices that kept me out of alignment with my soul path out of alignment with my fullness of self because I was scared that I would lose my relationship or I would lose stability or I would lose security now this is my stuff this is my fear my so remember we're taking this all back in we're taking full freaking ownership this is my fear and I might project it onto him, like, he can't handle my fullness, he can't handle my mission, he can't handle my path. How often do we do that? That is one of the wildest things that we as humans do, is we can pigeonhole our men, our, our, our fathers. I have gone through a whole thing with my dad around how I pigeonholed him into thinking, oh, there's no way my dad will ever be able to accept blah, 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 blah about me. I was so wrong. That was my belief. So this is a really big key for us as women when we want to, we want to open more and we want to be in partnership with our men is really check yourself. Really, really check yourself and your beliefs around this man and what you believe he can and can't do, what you believe he can and can't accept, what you believe he can and can't um, uh, meet where he can and can't meet you at. Because if you hold this belief in yourself that you keep saying, this man is not spiritual, let's just use spirituality, and you may not be spiritual at all, right? You could just be wanting to grow, and that's fine. So if spirituality freaks you out, that's okay. Let it freak you out. Just growth. Let's call it growth. Let's just say... My belief is that this man cannot, we're going back to spirituality, sorry, because it's a real personal one to myself, so it's easy to talk this way to give this example. And it's, he's not spiritual, and he will never be spiritual, and he will never understand this. That's not his belief. Nope, that is not his belief. That's my belief. 
I have now cornered this man. I will only see the, the strong, deep, 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 deep belief that I have about him, right? Does that make sense? Because so often, the men in our lives aren't what we're cornering them into. And we corner them into this place for a lot of reasons. A lot of, and, and sometimes it's fear. A lot of times it's fear. And it's just, I'm actually really scared of coming out of the closet. I am so scared of coming out of the closet that I will create all sorts of chaos around me. I will, I will say that my father can't handle this. I will say that my, my partner can't handle this. I, I, I will say that. And so what this leads to a lot of times is, is this secret life. We live, we live a secret life. We're opening up to our fullness. We're opening up to other faces of the feminine, let's say, or we're, we're, but it's a secret life. I keep this, I keep this hidden. So now what happens is I'm living this dual nature and the more that I do this, right, the, the further apart that we get and the more that I'm building up this wall to protect my secret life. Is this making sense? I hope so. Um, so what do we do, right? What, what do we do about this? We share. <laughs> we share. Something that is happening in our world, and, and again, this is from my experience, this is from being a Western woman living in America, in, in Australia, is, is we're, on this, we're on this precipice as women, we're on this precipice of we're claiming, we're, we're claiming our masculine, right? We've come into this, most of us, a lot of us, have come into this world with opportunities to open to our masculine nature sometimes at the detriment of our feminine, but we also have this opportunity to open up to our feminine nature. This is, this is the fullness of us, right? So, so we've got this opportunity to open up to the fullness of ourselves. And, and within this feminine nature, we now have the opportunity to open up to parts of the feminine that were not acceptable for us to open up to before. So in rewilding, you'll know we talk a lot about the medicine woman, right? The witch who was burnt at the stake for opening up to these parts of self, these soul gifts that we have, these, these intuitive, wild woman, very feminine gifts that we've got. We used to be burnt not very long ago, right? So, um, so now we're in this place where we, we, can, we can open up to these places and so the dark goddess, right? We can open up to the love of the dark goddess, which is one of the most powerful, profound, transformative, loving, gorgeous energies for us to ever freaking own in ourselves, right? But before this, we, we weren't able to do that, right? Our culture wanted nice little girls who became mothers, 
because that's acceptable in wives, except with a smile on your face, right? They don't want the Marianne Williamson, Kali-esque, I am ferociously pissed off because of what you're doing to the earth, right? But it's shifting. So now we're in this place where we are longing to open to our fullness. Oh, women are opening to our fullness. We can open to our fullness. Um, and it's leaving us in this place of, okay, well, uh, so I'm opening up to my fullness. Your man has no idea what the fullness of the feminine looks like. He hasn't seen it. He hasn't experienced it. He hasn't witnessed it. He doesn't know. His mom, you can look at his mom. Was his mom fully open to her sensual nature, her lover nature? Was his mom fully open to her medicine woman gifts, right? How connected was his mom to her, her feminine life force energy, her creativity? How connected was his mom to her dark goddess? Could she unleash Kali from a place of love, not from a place of distorted, wild, yeah, right? Was that line of Shakti purified in her? So, so our men are oftentimes in this place of they're longing to, they're longing for the fullness of the feminine. I promise you, every man on this planet they, whether they're conscious or not of it, they are longing because the fullness of the feminine like bathes them in love. Men love life force. They love to watch a woman dance. They, because it's the feminine nature, it, it, it nourishes them, right? It does things for them that they, they often can't tap into themselves. So, so they want this fullness of the, but they have no idea what it is. And if they have seen some of the fullness of the feminine, it's often that they've seen it in its distorted form. They've seen a lover who, um, she's open to her sexuality, but it's manipulative, right? That's the distorted lover. It's manipulative. Does that make sense? It's like that snaky, like witchy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, taunt you with sex, like, yes, I'm this gorgeous and open, but I'm not hard aligned. Or they've seen the feminine dark goddess, which is one of the scariest places for men. Um, and they've seen the distorted form of her. So they may have seen their grandmother or aunt, who's this like witchy, nasty, emasculating. So it's oftentimes the dark goddess who has been the, the, the emasculator from a distorted place because within the dark goddess is held all of the years of persecution that women have gone through. So until we clear that out, the dark goddess is still pissed at the masculine, pissed, ferocious, pissed, wanting to take balls off, right? Like, I, w I want to chop your loins off because you have done horrible, horrible things to me, to my sisters, to the feminine. You have disregarded the feminine. And, and yeah, that's, that's there, right? That's still happening today in our world. That's held in the collective. That's held in our ancestral lines. Unless we've worked through that, most likely you're holding some of that cellular memory in your body. So we got to give our guys a break here. When they have seen the face of the feminine, it has oftentimes been distorted. It's not coming from a pure heart-based place. 
So what is one of the other most powerful things that we can do is we can purify these lines. We've got the practices. We've got the tools now to do this. This stuff isn't hidden underground anymore, right? I don't have to go to an ancient Isis temple in order to do this stuff. It's here, right? Like, I share it online. Who knew that we would live in a world where we could do this shit like this, right? Crazy. But one of the most powerful things that you can do are these purificatory processes. Not just for him. I'm not doing that. I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it for my fullness. This is what will align you with your ultimate purpose. It's what will bring you into the full expression of you. It will take you to that unique, creative place that only you can offer to the world. It will also take you to the most profound relationship that you will ever have with a man or with the masculine within. Because now I'm coming from a heart-based place. All of my dark goddesses, all of my, my manipulative lovers, they are aligned with my heart, right? That's what our men are craving. Just like we as women are craving the conscious man. I am craving a man whose dark, wild masculine is aligned with his heart. Yes, please take me with love. Crack me open with love right? I want to see you in your fullness. I don't want a wimpy man who's emasculated. That's for wounded. That's for the wounded part of the feminine, right? Does it, is this making sense? I want a man in his full power because only a man in his full power is going to meet me in my full power. So what do we do? We do our work. That's what we do. How do we bring our men with us? We do our work and it invites our men in. It invites them into this place. And if that is his soul journey and his soul path is to be invited with you to then come into this place of him, right? There's this resonance that has the ripple effect. I start to do this. He automatically does this. Um, um, I'm about to give personal examples. <laughs> so a man I'm in relationship with, he will say, my work happens in my relationship. And it's, it's in that resonance that it happens. And that's not for everybody, right? I'm not, I'm not saying that it's everybody's path. That's his unique path. That was his soul saying, yes, initiate me. Yes, put me in the fire. I have watched that man lose his balls to Kali, right? So, so when we do this work, rewilding is also for men. And, and when men go to the dark goddess, they have to come to a place within self where she then, they can view her then as divine, right? Not as this emasculating, distorted, wild thing. Same with us women. We do this work, we can then see Mars, who's the god of war, in his divine expression. But until I do that work, I might fear Mars. I might fear the fact that Mars wants to claim. I might fear the shit out of the power of men. And we do. 
There was a reason that we were so afraid of men being in their full power. There was a reason our society, as, as women, we went through the feminist era, there was a reason we emasculated them. We were shit scared. We were because of what has happened to us. What was done when a man was in his full power but wasn't hard aligned? It was the distorted masculine. It's the same. Do you see that I'm, I'm, I'm sharing? It's the exact same. It's the exact same for us women and, and our men. Holy crap, do I get fired up about this stuff. Okay, something else. The last thing, I promise. Okay, because we've not got a lot of time because I just keep talking. Last thing that I want to share is... Something that we can do, and this I do a lot of this in rewilding, um, when we open up to dark goddess energies, right? That when we open up to the places within self that hold that fear of the masculine. And again, I am absolutely, um, uh, I, I am absolutely honoring, honoring the fear, right? Honoring the fear, honoring the hurt, honoring the pain, honoring the grief, honoring the rage that's there towards the masculine. I'm not at all diminishing that it's there. It's, it's real. It's there. Um, so when we go into some of these places, which oftentimes the dark goddesses hold or open the door to that for us. I shouldn't say hold. They open the door for us to go into those places, to see them and to purify them, to align them with heart. So something that's good is if we are doing dark goddess work or we are doing this like deep rubbling, de-rubbling work and we're in relationship with a man or, or we just want to um, have good connections to any man in our world, right? It's really, really a great practice to then do some lover work or to work with some other archetypes that bring the softness, that don't hold that, that pain body. So archetypes like Parvati, beautiful. She's goddess of sacred marriage. Archetypes like Lalita, goddess of sacred sexuality. Archetypes like Mary Magdalene. These archetypes have profound love, honoring, of the masculine. So if we're gonna do dark goddess work and we're gonna deep dive and we're gonna start to open and we're gonna start to heal these parts of self and de-rubble, get the goo out, it's so good to also, after doing that, is to bring in some of these really loving parts of self. So we've got the energy that helps, <laughs> helps, right? So. Mary Magdalene, just imagine her relationship to Yeshua, right? She, it's beautiful. There's no, I have not witnessed pain there. I've just witnessed this, this energy of this woman who is in wholeness, right? She's her strength, but it comes with such profound love and such honoring. She knows the divine masculine. She honors the divine masculine. She witnesses, she loves, she opens to the divine masculine. So for instance, just on this last rewilding retreat, heck yeah, we dove. We, we dove into dark goddess territory. That's where big transformations at. That's, that's, that's where, I shouldn't say that. Big transformations in all of them. But that's the hidden stuff. That's, that's where there's not a lot of places in our world to go to to open, to shift, to transform these parts of self. 
So of course we, we dive into there. But when we came out of our online retreat, we come out with Hygieia. We come out with Lalita. And then we invite Shiva to come and dance with Lalita. So when I'm doing some of this work, I'm just offering this as a suggestion or as a practice for you to do is if you dive into the depths, into the depths, into the depths, come out, come. You work, invite Mary Magdalene in or one of the other archetypal energies that, that you're connected to or that you can feel that have this profound love. Even if it's um, Mother Mary, so I know a lot of women can easily connect with Mother Mary. She has profound love for the Divine Masculine. She knows the Divine Masculine. Okay. Wow, that was fun. That was wonderful. Um, I'm grateful. Um, if you are not here, these things don't come out, right? So I am so grateful for those of you who make it live. Here's something I want to share. This is the last note I'm going to share. I don't see any questions, so I'm going to share this last little bit. Um, it's a little story, and it's a story about one of these rewilding for men and women workshops. It was the very first one that we ran, and all of the women, so I only opened up rewilding for men and women because Women I was working with were saying, hey, what have you got for our men? What can our men do? Can you do a workshop for our men? So I thought, okay, sure, why not? Let's open up the circle to our men. Uh, and all of the women, I shouldn't say all, but a lot of the women were coming to me saying, hey, I just want to warn you, my man's like really blokey, like a real blokey bloke, right? He's, he's like not at all into spirituality, Sabrina, so I'm just going to warn you, it's probably going to be really hard to work with him. He's, he doesn't really get, get this. Now, 80% of the women who came to this workshop warned me of this. And, and it was beautiful. So what did I do? I, I prepared like a crazy person. This whole like hour and a half way of slowly bringing these men in. So I'm not just like dropping them into the deep end. Of slowly opening them. Slowly, slowly bringing them in. I've got lots of like corporate safe terms or man safe terms, lots of ways of explaining things that aren't goddess or don't sound airy fairy. So I've got this whole thing planned out, whole thing planned out. We open circle by drumming. And that's just a great way to drop out of head and into mind. These men were roaring, right? They dropped in, they're in their bodies, they're in, they're opening up to different parts of self. They're roaring, they're screaming, they're moving, they're dancing. And all the women have said, my man doesn't dance, so good luck getting him to dance, which is fine, you don't have to dance at rewilding, but you just have to move a little bit. These, what? We then sit in opening circle, and we go around the room, and it's a space to speak from the heart. So it's an invitation to what is in your heart and what really brought you here. I don't want to know that you saw it on Facebook or that your wife made you come. I said that. I want to know what, what you're really here for. And then I open it up. Is there somebody who feels to share first? A man raises his hand. My first thought, here's a projection by Sabrina. My first thought was, oh shit. Because the first person to speak oftentimes sets the bar at what level we're going to share from. How deep are we going to go? How vulnerable? How raw? How honest? How open are we going to be? Is oftentimes set by that first person who shares. It can change, of course. And I'm thinking, bad projection, bad Sabrina. Oh, shit. It's a man. Mm. 
all right, fair enough. I've got a whole hour-long thing that will slowly take us in if we're not in. This man dove in to the depths, and he shared raw, open, honest, vulnerable. Holy shit, I was blown away. Every woman in the room was blown away. The man had tears in his eyes, and there were six women crying. Six women crying. And this was the exact man that I was told is blokey bloke. Blokey bloke. Super blokey bloke. Not, not, right? This is wild. It's wild how we view this. Now, the story gets better. So he shares, then it, it's man, woman, man, woman, man, woman, man, woman. Just that's how it kind of worked out while we sat in circle. Woman shares. So he dove into the depths, right? He's down deep. A woman shares. She's up here. I'm going to skate around the surface, not really going to say a whole lot. I was like, wow, this is interesting. And this is a woman who had been rewilding with me for a while. She never shares like that. She's never dancing up here. Her man was with her. This is that secret life that we lead. He's dove in. He's ready. She's up here. It's like, oh, I don't want you to see me. And this is a fair, fair call. Like, I honor that and witness that in all of us. Yeah. Next thing, man, man shares, dives in. He's got tears in his eyes. Six women are crying again. What? I can't believe what I'm witnessing. Next is a woman dancing up here on the surface like, Needless to say, the whole circle went around like this. It was insane how deep the men, everyone that was in that workshop will tell you that the men dove in while the women skated up here. This is perfect example of our projections, perfect example of that secret life that we lead, right? This, that is the most, that's the best example that I can show you. I even had the, I even thought. So we go, we do the circle. We are blasted open. Hearts are wide open. I can take us into the deep end. I don't have to dance around for 45 minutes, slowly bringing us in. No, we just dove right off of the cliff because we could. And it was the men who took us there. It was the men who were ready. They want this. It's that we didn't think they were ready. We didn't think they could open. We didn't think. It was insane. I have chills talking about it. It was so powerful. Okay, so um, that's it. I think we should stop on that story. I am so grateful to all of you, so grateful to all of the men and women who have been in rewilding. So grateful to the women in online retreat last weekend who inspired this talk. I normally wouldn't have gone, I, no, I would not have gone into this had it not been for all of the questions around our men. Um, I love you. I think you are freaking wonderful. And I am so happy um, for what's happening in rewilding. Happy for the energy, happy for what everyone's sharing, happy for the support. I am seeing the most phenomenal support. Um, support of each other and the opening. I just, I love it. I see you. So let's just close today with a massive fucking, yeah, I'm going to swear. I'm sorry, mom, if you're watching this, she hates when I say that. A massive fucking, I see you, right? I see the fullness in you. So big hearts, lots of likes. And this is just a big mama. I see you to all of the women who are part of this and to our men, right? I see you. I see you in a way that I have never seen you before. Yes, I freaking love it. <laughs> um,
my gorgeous, gorgeous friends. You are so wonderful. Thank you so, so much um, for the inspiration and for making all of this possible. Heaps and heaps of love and I uh, see you. <laughs> Bye, beautiful women.